This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture for week ending Friday the 1st of July 2022. Presented to you this week by Becca Russell. I'm a marketing assistant supporting the grain trading team in Bedfordshire. Before we begin, a word on markets and trading during this current time of intense volatility. Markets can move significantly in a matter of hours or even minutes, with spikes sometimes happening outside of UK regular business hours. My Farm is our free online platform which offers Frontier customers 24-7 access to market information, grain prices and the ability to sell grain at a time more convenient to them. With a My Farm account, you'll see live global prices, market reports, exchange rates and commodity pricing directly relevant to your farm, with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. To learn more, visit www.frontierag.co.uk forward slash myfarminfo. Links to more information about My Farm are included in the description notes for this episode. Now let's get straight into this week's update by starting with wheat. The General Authority for Supply Commodities made its largest single wheat purchase for over 13 years this week, buying 815,000 tonnes for shipment during August, September and October. Last weekend, the Egyptian Minister for Supply and Internal Trade said his country needed to import 10 million tonnes of wheat over the next six months while having secured 3.9 million tonnes from local farmers and having wheat reserves sufficient for almost six months. The tender results were dominated by EU origin wheat, amounting to 350,000 from France, 240,000 from Romania and 50,000 from Bulgaria. Only 175,000 was from Russia, with offers in forward positions difficult to make because of the uncertainty of any export tax that may or may not be in play. The nearby position sold at an average just below $433 per tonne, including freight, and the forward sales of 240,000 tonnes for October were just short of $440 per tonne, including freight, all French. Yesterday, the World Bank agreed to provide Egypt with $500 million to help finance its wheat purchases. The Egyptian tender highlights the competitiveness of EU wheat supplies and its ready availability. There were no Ukrainian offers, which graphically illustrates the impact the war is having on global wheat supplies. Global importers should be concerned given the EU is expecting a smaller 2022 wheat crop, at least 6 million tonnes below what was achieved in 2021, with the possibility of further cuts to production estimates for France, Spain and Hungary due to heat damage. Romania is expecting a crop 16% down on last year to a total of 9.31 million tonnes. The EU's crop monitor Mars is in line with other recent Russian wheat production estimates, seeing a crop of 88.8 million tonnes. Last week, analyst group Sovicon predicted a record for the Russian 2022 wheat crop at a total of 89.2 million tonnes and have now increased its estimates for the country's wheat exports to a record 42.6 million tonnes. This compares approximately with the 33 million tonnes the United States Department of Agriculture estimate will have been shipped this season. However, the ability to ship over 40 million tonnes of wheat isn't just down to the size of the crop. Tightening economic sanctions against Russia and access to shipping is an issue, as well as a reluctance of ship owners with punitive marine insurance to enter waters close to military conflict. Russia's uncertain export tax scenario adds a further complication with a change in its formula for the calculation expected, 
This is to support shipments amid a strong ruble currency, according to the economy ministry. Beyond the early August position, Russian wheat offers are notably thin for the Egyptian wheat tender. On Thursday afternoon, the United States Department of Agriculture published its grain stock estimates for the US and the acres US farmers have planted to wheat and corn. Although it presented a relatively neutral set of data, this report acted as a catalyst for another spell of aggressive selling, which took US Chicago Board of Trade wheat futures to the lowest level since the beginning of March. The corn planted area was broadly in line with trade guesses at 89.921 million acres, which remains notably below the previous year when 93.357 million acres were planted. This is half a million acres up on the March report from the United States Department of Agriculture estimates of 89.49 million acres. Corn stocks were also in line with expectations at 4.346 billion bushels, although this is up on stock levels this time last year, which were at 4.111 billion bushels. For wheat, the planted area proved to be slightly above expectations at 47.092 million acres, but this is below the March estimates of 47.351 million. Stocks were just 660 million bushels, just above expectations and well below last year's 845 million bushels. Now let's turn our attention to what's been happening with barley this week. The UK barley harvest has started this week, significantly earlier than crop 2021. Areas harvested so far are small and not particularly indicative of what we can expect in coming weeks. Especially with the bulk of activity likely to happen in the week commencing 11th of July in South and East Anglia, and a week later for areas further north. With harvest so close and a further drop in barley values over the week, farmer selling has slowed whilst some compounders have come to the market given the recent drop-off in barley values. Export demand remains fairly quiet, with the market still clearing old crop stocks much like the UK. Taking a look now at oilseed rape. European rapeseed prices have now returned to levels last seen four months ago. During this period, markets rose by over £150 per tonne, but in the last six weeks have seen all of these gains given back. It would be encouraging if this latest market move was down to an improving situation in Ukraine and the Black Sea region, but this is not the case. It has more to do with the realisation that world oil seeds markets in 2022 and 2023 are looking to be much better supplied than in the current campaign. There are clearly many assumptions that have been made on the weather, politics and macroeconomic factors to reach this conclusion but it is becoming increasingly difficult to see next season as a year of shortages. Oil World recently forecast that global oilseeds crushing would be up by 2.6%, but production of the 10 major oilseeds crops would be higher by 3%, led by soybean output, which is seen up by 34 million tonnes. Year-end stocks are seen climbing by more than 12 million tonnes, with most of this increase showing in the critical soybean sector that is projected to enjoy a very comfortable stocks-to-use ratio of 26.3% by the end of 2022-2023. 
European rapeseed production is predicted to be up by 1.2 million tonnes and Canadian canola is forecast to rebound by over 7 million tonnes from the drought-ravished harvest levels of 2021. Global year-end stocks are predicted to grow by over 2 million tonnes, but the stocks-to-use ratio will remain at a relatively tight 10.7%, which points towards another season of high-price volatility. However, markets are still capable of reacting to more short-term factors, and the United States Department of Agriculture June Stocks and Plantings report, published on Thursday, was a good example of this. Often there is a good consensus amongst traders on what might be contained in the United States Department of Agriculture report, but this time there was an unusually wide range of views on both the stocks and planting numbers. Stocks were revealed to be close to the average trade view, but despite soybean plantings coming in at 1% more than last season, the actual level of US plantings, at 88.3 million acres, was well short of the trade consensus forecast at 90.4 million acres. Markets have reacted positively to the news with US soybean futures showing modest gains in early trading. Moving on now to pulses. With markets falling so dramatically in the past two weeks, many pulse buyers are too nervous to make any further buying decisions. Animal feed compounders in the UK and Europe have seen big falls in other mid-range proteins, with rapeseed meal now £100 per tonne lower than the recent highs. This fall has pushed feed peas and beans out of many rations, with values needing to fall a further £10 per tonne to be competitive again. Buyers in Egypt are also preoccupied trying to sort out the long of old crop Australian beans in its market, and with another big Australian harvest likely again this year, there'll be a limited opportunity for the UK to sell beans to Egypt. Crops of both beans and peas continue to look very promising in most areas of the country, and even with recent fall in values, we expect to see further declines as there is very limited demand at current levels. And finally, I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertiliser market. Ammonium nitrate prices remain unchanged this week with little demand from growers. The gas price in the UK continues to rise and at the time of writing is £2.55 per therm. It is reported that Russia has begun cutting off gas to countries it supplies in a move to reduce the ability of gas storage before winter. This has caused supply cuts in Italy, Austria, the Czech Republic and Slovakia. Gas has also been shut off to Poland, Bulgaria, France and the Netherlands. Whilst the UK isn't reliant on Russian supplies, it is subject to wholesale prices, hence the increase in the UK gas price today. Unless we see a dramatic change in energy costs or confidence around gas supplies, we should be prepared for the market on ammonium nitrate to remain firm and supply to remain very tight. We have seen urea prices decreasing in the US due to lack of demand and lower energy costs. However, urea values in North Africa have risen by $100 per tonne as Europe looks to cover shorts due to gas prices firming. This week saw the withdrawal of our initial UAN offering for spring 2023. The limited tonnage available meant product was specifically offered for February to March delivery. Fresh offers are expected in early July, again for a full range of straight nitrogen and nitrogen sulphur grades, which will offer existing UAN users the opportunity to cover additional requirements for later applications next spring. Autumn offers remain in the marketplace for growers still to commit to filling their on-farm tank storage. 
or for those looking for nitrogen sulfur products for application on oilseed rape at establishment. Any growers using liquid fertiliser not including Omex NP grade to establish oilseed rape this summer should include Lemus Clear within this UAN application. With warm temperatures, exposed soils and low crop cover, this application is at high risk of volatilisation and Lemus Clear can minimise any risk of nitrogen losses. Please speak to your Frontier contact for further information on Lemus Clear, which is available across our crop protection stores. We are seeing very little interest in the potash market, with MOP values currently mid to high £700 for July delivery. However, the outlook seems firm with 40% of the supply market, Russia-Belarus, not available. Traditional nitrogen sulfur grades are also tight in supply, therefore it is advised to look at alternative systems in the way of polysulfate as another option on nitrogen sulfur products. Polysulfate prices will follow the trend of MOP market, phosphates remain firm, and TSP and DAP offers are unchanged with no new interest from farm at these levels. DAP availability will remain tight, in light of tight supplies on DAP and ammonium nitrate, growers will need to prepare for drilling oilseed rape. Oilseed start is a credible alternative to DAP and is available in the grade 24 nitrogen, 24 phosphorus, 8 sulphur plus boron. This grade efficiently supplies nitrogen and all the essential phosphate that are vital for good establishment. In trials, it gave a 0.82 tonnes per hectare yield increase. Please speak to your Frontier contact for further information. This was Front Runner for week ending Friday the 1st of July. If you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact. Don't forget, all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour market pricing through MyFarm. Links to more information as well as to our blog and socials can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thank you for listening.